RetroSeasons.com for more sports history. The Pittsburgh Pirates faced the New York Mets for a Sunday doubleheader at the Polo Grounds on June 2, 1963. Pittsburgh was coached by Danny Murtaugh and were coming off a 93-win season in 1962. They still had much of the core from their 1960 championship team with the starting rotation that included Bob Friend, Vern Law, and Harvey Haddocks, and sluggers that included Bill Mazeroski, Roberto Clemente, and now rookie Willie Stargell. The Mets, on the other hand, were coming off their infamous 120-loss inaugural season, and 1963 looked no better. Coached by Casey Stengel, the Mets entered the game with a 19-31 record. This audio recording is from Game 1 of the doubleheader, featuring the radio broadcast of New York announcers Ralph Kiner and Bob Murphy. Thank you. 
Jocko Callum calling plays around second. And Chris Bellacutis will be the umpire at third base. Absolutely beautiful day, a real midsummer afternoon as the Mets and Pirates are jumping the doubleheader that winds up the four-game weekend series. So if you haven't uh, finalized your plans for today as yet, we hope you're planning to join us right here on the polo ground for today's doubleheader. Will be at Yankee Stadium playing the New York Yankees in their first New York meeting ever. In the Mayor's Trophy game for the benefit of Sandlot Baseball in New York. We hope that there will be a big crowd tomorrow night in the Yankee Stadium. The youngsters of New York benefiting from it. Right now, the New York Mets are going to the playing field. On Tuesday night, Bobby Bragan and the Milwaukee Braves will be coming in. Leads the major leagues in home runs with 13, and he has 38 RBI. Then, truly outstanding ball player off to a tremendous year. Right now, Roger Craig moves to the pitching mound. Casey Single talking to Jacko for a few moments near home plate. Norm Sherry has found the catching gear and will be about set for action. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, our next lap. Fernandez hit his stride towards second. 
Jim losing streak as he takes the mound against the Buster and the open as a doubleheader. Roger has a lifetime record against Pittsburgh of five wins and 11 losses. Bucks have been a tough ball grip for Roger over the years. Now the pitch on the way. Outside and low, one ball and one strike. Mets have not been hitting. They have been just in a very severe team batting slump and J.C. Single hoping to find a remedy. That is ball club pass up the customary batting practice before the game today.
288 on the year. He had one hit, a home run in the game yesterday. That came in the eighth inning. His home run was a king-sized cloud. It went over the bull, then out in right center field and nestled back in the lower deck. Two of them there, strike one go. Some days too strong, just like the unfiltered guy. 
got his glove down and knocked it down and then threw him out. No runs, no hits, no arrows, no left on. At the end of one, the score, the fire is jumping and the mess jumping.
last call. One ball and two strikes down. Must have the infield deep and swung around toward right. Ron Hunt playing a side or two into right field against Lent, the left-hand pole hitter. Inside and high on the count, even two balls and two strikes.
Retires the side. 
fellow that rushes through things hurriedly and willy-nilly just doesn't get the same results as a fellow who takes his time. And that figures. It figures, too, that time is a very important factor in brewing beer. That's why the brewers of Rangel Extra Dry take extra time in brewing beer. They take the extra time necessary to brew extra dry beer. The result? Beer is beer should taste. Beer that's brisk and bright and clean clear through.
the third inning. Vernon Law coming out to the pitches now. And slowly getting ready to take his warm-up pitches. So while we wait for him to warm up, let's check the scores. In the National League, the starting pitchers in the Houston-Milwaukee game are Bruce and LeMaster. Houston now on top of the first. The Braves coming to bat. The Braves will come in here to open up a two-game series on Tuesday. That'll be June the 4th, a night game, and Wednesday, June the 5th, a day game. Five, Chicago two after six and a half innings. Schultz now pitching for the Cubs. McGriff still in for Philadelphia. Williams, Lemon, and Matthews home runs in that one. That's the first of two. San Francisco at St. Louis. Marichal looking for his eighth win, going for the Giants. Rolio looking for his sixth win, going for the St. Louis Cardinals. Giants now only one game ahead of the second place Cardinals. In third place, the Los Angeles Dodgers. And the Dodgers are playing Cincinnati. The starting pitcher Johnny Padres against. Right here at the bottom half of the third inning, and the first man up will be Roger Craig. Roger, and then the top of the batting order, Jimmy Pearsall and Tim Harkness. Vernon Law on the mound, and his first pitch to Roger is a curve. It's swung on and missed for strike one. Well, Roger threw two curves to Vernon Law, got two strikes, and then came in with a fastball. Law single to center field. Here's Law with his second pitch. It's a slider. Law gets off the glove of the catcher, Smokey Virgin. One ball, one strike. Roger with two hits and 27 trips to the plate. His last hit, a line drive to center field. with the curveball. Again, Rogers swings and misses. One ball and two strikes. Vernon Law looking for his second win of the year. There's a slider just outside. Two balls and two strikes. Vernon with a real good slider. A curveball. He also changes feet well. Not too fast. Law is controlled. He's throwing like his arm is flying again. 2-2 pitch. This is low and it's ball three. So five pitches to Roger Craig to count full. The on-deck batter is getting to the foul. What a law bothered by arm trouble the last two years. Here's a 3-2 pitch to Craig. A fastball. Looked at. Called strike three. Roger thought the pitch was outside. His first strikeout in the ball game. He has one out here in the bottom half of the third, and the batter is Jimmy Pearsall. Jimmy flat out to deep right center field his first time up. A real nice running catch by the right fielder, Willie Sarko. Jimmy has been in the slump. He's all for 18 now, but he hit the ball well all through it. Takes the slider low for ball one. The ball in the dirt, getting off the glove of Burgess. Here's uh, hit the ball well against Bob Friend yesterday. Didn't get any base hit. Third baseman, Bob Bailey, looking for a possible bunnies, even with the bag. Here's the pitch back. A line shot off of the hand of Vernon Law. Picked up by the shortstop, and he's out. Danny Whalen and Danny Murkoff. The manager 
through the Pittsburgh Pirates. Ball flies that one down with his bare hand, deflected the ball just enough to allow the shortstop, Dick Schofield, to pick the ball up about near second base. And Pearsall hit it so hard, it was an easy chance at first. So Jimmy has hit the ball hard twice now. He's scoring. Law gets in the fifth of the play. It goes 1-6-3. Takes the warm-up pitches to see if his hand's all right. That's twice in the game that Law has been hit. Ron Hunt bounced one off his leg, and Burns picked it up and threw him out. Warming up in the bullpen now for the Pittsburgh Pirates is Earl Francis. Well, when you're going up, the Pirates really need no help. They're playing good ball, but the Mets certainly do, and they have had no help at all and no luck. Ball, a real smash. It was ticketed to go all the way to center field for a base hit. Law got his bare hand on it. Here's all went down. So the Bucks now have two men out, and the batter Tim Harkness, who fouled out his first time up. Tim batting at 245. Tim got up to 260 something. The fence has dropped back down. Picking up a big home run. 
Brown's only one game on top of the Cardinals. The base ball hit right back to the mound. Picked up by Vernon Law. The throw to first in time to retire the side. In the inning for the Mets, no runs, one hit. No errors. One man left. And the score through three innings to play now. The Pirates, nothing. The New York Mets, nothing. be a big day, or oh, I guess I should correctly say a big night tomorrow night, when the Mets go across the river to take on the New York Yankees. The Yankees are scheduled to start Marshall Bridges on the mound against the Mets in that Sandlot baseball game that will be for the young players around the New York area, a charity ball game, and still plenty of tickets left. So if you haven't made your plans for Monday night, You'll get your chance to see the Mets in action in the American League for the first time. They'll be playing in Yankee Stadium for the first time, and certainly not the last. All around parking lots will be open to accommodate the crowd. Still plenty of tickets left, so come on in. Yankees will go with their starting lineup, with the possible exception of Elson Howard, who is scheduled to catch both games of the doubleheader today for the Yankees. Marshall Bridges on the mound. Casey Stengel hasn't made any definite plans as to who his pitcher will be. He's going to wait till after the doubleheader here today. Yankees in the mess tomorrow night at Yankee Stadium. Game time at 8 p.m. We'll be on the air at 7.55. Radio only, so if you can't make it, join in on the fun via your radio. Here's the first pitch as Roger Craig starts to the top of the fourth. No score. It's roll for ball one. Willie Stargell, the right fielder. Willie struck out his first time up. Roger had two strikeouts in the first inning. Stargell, a big one. There's a pitch back low ball, too, as it was a strikeout double play. Running on the pitch, Bill Burton thrown out at second. Stargell batting 284. He had a home run yesterday when the Pirates picked up four home runs. There's a swing and a miss at a changeup on the count now. Two balls and one strike. Sargil, a big fella, and he has an arm better than Kameni, which is almost hard to believe. And he looks at a change of pace. It's on the outside corner. This time a curveball. Two balls and two strikes. Hard to believe anybody can throw harder than Kameni, but they claim, the Pirates claim, that Sargil can. We haven't had a chance to see him throw. There's a bouncy ball through the middle. Run on a backhand play. The throw to first base is not in time. Now Casey Stengel coming out to argue. Ken Burkhardt, the umpire there, calling save. A real close play. And Sargio beat it out. A fine play by Ron Hunt going to his right side. The backhand the ball is turned to make a good throw.
Beach is back, of course. Now another throw to first base. This time the tag made by Harkness. The schedule was in there. Lots of the runners first to know out. We're in the south of the fourth no score. Give it a throw. A and he is out. Watch the break. Pick him off. Freak 
1953. He's not the Piedmont leg at inning with a 333 average. One ball, two strikes. And Roger trying to butt the curve off. Throws it too far down in the dirt. Ball two, two and two. 
We were saying all is hit by a smash off the bat of Jimmy Pearsall. It hit his bare hand and took it in. And he might be having some trouble. Now the two strikeouts. And it's a fastball. One at the knees. Called strike three. Thomas out on strike. For the second strikeout for Vern Law. He threw that ball well, so the hand must be all right. Thomas now a big argument with Frank Waltz, the home plate umpire. in the ball game. Mike's still trying to get the walk. Now it's going to be Casey Shango coming out of the dugout. And here comes Ken Burkhardt to even up the side. Burkhardt, the umpire at first base. Two balls and two strikes to Fernandez. 
right-hander back to work. And again outside, this time with a curve. And the count goes to three and two. The other deck batter is Johnny Neal.
double to left center field, his first time up. Now Roger over the head, in comes his pitch. Outside to high, one ball, two strikes. Duke Snyder now playing left field, Eddie Cranepool is in right. Frank Thomas vanished by umpire Frank Walsh for arguing too strenuously on a call of a third strike. Pitch on the way. Breaking ball in the dirt and the count even two and two. Mets lead one to nothing on the home run by Duke Snyder, his ninth of the year. Duke now needs just two more to reach 400. Now Craig delivers two and two. A curve hit on the ground. George Ronnie Hunt.
Tommy Hill Bailey to go after a breaking ball, hoping to make him hit it on the ground and give the infield a shot at the double play. The outfield playing at Brad toward left.
a swing. He was fooled by the breaking ball. He had gone too far. Strike one.
broadcasting booth and out of play. One ball, one strike. Delivers to Schofield. A slow ground ball. That hit his foot. It's a foul ball. Although 
it rolled in fair territory, and Hartman grabbed it. It is ruled a foul ball. Ball in Schofield on the angle, and after any tackle came out of fair territory. And now he's got a rhubarb going on it, and they want to look the ball over to see if they can determine for sure that he was hit by it.
Jeter wound up third in the major leagues in home runs. He trailed Willie Mays and Harmon Killebrew. One ball and two strikes. One real power hitter can turn a lot of things around for a ball club. Minnesota Twins were really struggling, trying to stay out of the cellar while Harmon Killebrew was on the sidelines. But as soon as he got back in the lineup and got going, the Twins caught fire. Here's the one-two pitch. Thank you. 
Matthias Garrett of the New York Mets with Allen.
checking with veteran Smokey Burton. Pitch to Ronnie Hunt.
for the regularly scheduled game that day between the Phillies and the Mets. Tickets are now on sale, and we hope you'll be on hand. Here's Jerry Lynch at the plate to lead off for the Pirates in the top of the seventh. Roger Craig pitches in there for a tall strike. Lynch has grounded out to first base and struck out swinging thus far today. The Mets leading here by the very thin margin of one run, one to nothing. Just run out and chopped off foul. It's a two-strike count now to Jerry Lynch. This is the first game of a scheduled doubleheader at the Polo Grounds today. And as Bob Murphy has told you, we have our usual quarter of banners on hand, brought uh, here, and some of them, I think, prepared here by Mets fans. They get out... Uh, every few minutes. Greg now moves off the mound to straighten out the dirt where he's been striding. Rubs up the ball. Now turns to get his side from Norm Sherry. Here's the two-strike pitch. Going on at the ground ball and is going to second base. Hart is up with it. Goes on to first in time.
Rogers, listen to the brothers snore. With a viceroy history lesson like you never heard before. Columbus sailed the ocean in 
the pitch. What on, and it is a foul ball. Coming off and out of play. One and one is the count. Don Glendon had started to charge at first base, and Fernandez took his full cut, so Casey Niles had to sacrifice on one, and it off once. Let's see if he's alternating. Might have it back on here. There's a one-one count.
game. Philadelphia 5, Chicago 2. Winning pitcher was McGriff. He's now 5 and 2. Home runs by Williams, Lemmer, and Matthews. In the second game, it's Cal Coons against Hartman Happy. No score after one and a half. San Francisco 3, St. Louis nothing after four and a half minutes to play. Warren Marshall, who has a 7 and 3 record going for the Giants on the shutout. Pitching for St. Louis is Ernie Brolio. Home run by Mays in the first with one on for two of the three runs for the Giants. Cincinnati Reds with five runs in the bottom half of the second lead Los Angeles by a score of five to nothing after four and a half. Countless now pitching in place of Padres for the Dodgers. Jim O'Toole with an 8-3 record going for the Cincinnati Reds. In the American League, a two-hit shutout by Jack Craig defeated the Yankees five to nothing. The losing pitcher was Stafford. Adcock and Askew home runs in that game. In the second game, it's Williams against McDowell. Washington at Kansas City. Daniels against Bullsfield. That game not yet underway. Boston 6, Chicago 2 at the end of 4, Mambo Kett and DeBusher. Stewart and Hanson home runs in that one, and that's the first of two. Also, the American League, Detroit, 3, Minnesota 3 at the end of 5.5, Fall against Cott, home runs by Allison, Kaline, Killebrew, and Calavito. Baltimore scheduled at Los Angeles. That's the story around the league, and now here is Lindsey Nelson once again. Okay, Ralph and Sammy Taylor staying in the ball game behind the plate for the New York Mets. Bob Bailey is up and Roger Craig starts the motion to pitch a swan. It's a ground ball deep and short. Taken by Fernandez. Long through. And he's safe at first base. He's safe at first base. And we're going to get a pinch hitter. Johnny Logan is going to bat for Burnham Law. Roy Pace is now throwing in the bullpen for the Pittsburgh Pirates. And Bailey pops that ball deep to short. Fernandez fielded it with all they had on it. So over the first is just not in time to get
Whitfield settles himself easily into the batter's box. Roger Craig has his sign now as Bailey leads off the bag at first. And the pitch, breaking ball is in there for a call strike to Dick Schofield. Roy Bates continuing to throw in the bullpen for the Pirates. Al Jackson continuing to warm up for the Mets. Bailey moving on to third. Hartness 
had gone for the ball, and Craig had started a little late to first. It would have been tough to get anybody at first base on play like that. Hunt fired on over to Chico in time to get the middle man. They're runners at first and third now with two men out. So Burton becomes, becomes the base runner at first. Schofield is out. Hunt to Fernandez with Bailey moving to third on the play, and Willie Stargell is up. Struck out swinging. And was called on strike. He beat one out in the top of the fourth. After Hunt had gone to his right to seal the ball, got it over there cleanly, but just not in time to get Willie Sargell. Greg is set, and here's the pitch. One on and fouled off. It's strike one. The Mets lead by a score of one to nothing. First game of a scheduled doubleheader. On a summer's day at the Polo Grounds. Day at the Polo Ground. 
Bennett is on his lead. Pitch is thrown at the ground ball on the first. Taken by Harkness. He'll make the play unassisted. And the Stars retire. So Stargell is out on a ground ball on the first and at the top of the eighth. The Pirates got no runs on one hit, no let errors, and two Pirates left at the end of seven and a half innings. It's a Mets one, the Pirates nothing. Coming up now, a tune I know you're going to like. My beer is right cold and dry beer.
wind up, the 1-1 one, one pitch. There's a drive to right, and it's fair. It's going to be out of here, but it's a foul ball. Right off the facade of the roof, down the right field line. The ball fouled by about 10 feet. Really well hit. But Jim Hutchins was just a little bit out in front. strike and the cab now one and two. There's a curve, a good one for strike three. Base coming through with a good curveball. That is out number two. And the strikeout brings up Ron Hunt. Ron is 0 for 3 in the game, batting at 277. his 15th professional year is sent from the major league. There's the ball down the right field line, but it's going to go foul. That's two in the upper deck. This one foul more so than Harkness. It's a long strike for strike one. All those two drives to right, charging up the crowd here as they watch a fine game. The score one nothing. The Mets lead. We're in the bottom half of the eighth inning. And the pitch back to the plate is inside. One ball, one strike. Roger Craig going all the way for the Mets. In the ninth, he'll work the Bill Mazarowski, Jerry Lynch, and Smokey Burgess. So Roger has the heart of the batting order to take out in the ninth inning. There's a fastball, a check swing. The ball is riddled out by the pitcher's mound. Face picks it up and makes the play all the way himself. So face one, two, three. The Mets are out. And the score at the end of eight innings of play. The New York Mets won. Pittsburgh Pirates coming to bat in the top of the ninth. Nothing. Well, the Mets yearbook, well, it's really been popular, and it's gone into a second edition with a first edition completely sold out. The second and revised edition contains biographical and statistical data on Duke Snyder, Ed Greenpool, Ron Hunt, Carl Willie. This four-color book with Mr. Matt on the front cover contains over 100 pictures of your favorite Mets special articles. There are stories about Casey Stengel, the coaches, Shea Stadium, the new Stadium scoreboard there, the Met Farm system, and many other features. Incidentally, on the farm for the Mets, a one-hitter for Steve Dillon. He started the season for the Mets, and he's a local boy here, and one of the real bright young prospects. But getting back to the Met yearbook, it's almost a must for any sports library, and it can settle some of those discussions you have with your friends in the living room about baseball. Obtain your copy of the revised 1963 Met Yearbook. Send 50 cents to Met Yearbook, Polo Grounds, New York, 39, New York. Jim Hickman now on left field in place of Duke Snyder. Mets need three outs to pick up the first victory here in this doubleheader. Man up for Pittsburgh, Bill Mazarowski, and on the mound, Roger Craig. He's gone all the way, and the first pitch is outside for ball one. The slider down around the knees. Mazarowski just missed the home run by a matter of an inch or two his last time up. He is 0 for 3 in the game. Roger now back to work, and the pitch is on the outside corner this time, the same pitch. That evens the count out of one ball and one strike. Al Jackson and Larry Bernard warming up for the Mets. Jackson was up in the eighth inning. Now Roger with a 1-1 pitch. A change of pace. A real good one for strike two. A swing and a miss by Bill Mazarowski. Roger putting the ball way 
right back in his hand. Real good motion on that one. Roger worked out of the jam in the eighth inning. After giving up a base hit and a walk with one out, he got Bill Burton and Willie Stargell. One-nothing lead in the top of the ninth. Pitch back is lined to right. Great ball coming on, and he can't get to it. Takes it on the first stop and throws it on in. So the Pirates have the tie run at first base. No one out. And the batter coming up is Jerry Lynch. set around into right center field for that one and had a long run. He decided he couldn't get to it and put it on the big hop. That base hit. Number eight in the ball game off Roger Craig. Jerry Lynch, a left-hand batter, 0 for 3. Jerry batting 236. And the first pitch is low for ball one. This is a real tough spot for a pitcher because in this ballpark you never know with the short line. Lynch has two home runs in the series, one of them winning the ball game, two to nothing for Don Swall. Pirates have won the first two games of the series. This is the third. Final game coming up right after this. Next pitch back is a strike call. Roger with a breaking pitch and the count now. One ball and one strike. Looking for and hoping for a double play right here against Lynch. They've had one in the game. That was a strikeout double play, number 49 for them. Bouncing ball blocked by Taylor, but it'll give Mazarowski second. Trouble goes down there too late. So Roger Craig, wild pitches. Bill Mazarowski, the tie run to second base. There's no one out. And they count now two balls and one strike on Jerry Lynch. in front of the plate and bounced up and hit Sammy Taylor on the mask and then rolled about 15 feet away. He had no chance to get Mazarowski. Two balls and one strike. And Roger back to the plate. And this curveball is low for ball three. So Roger now working in the top of the ninth inning. Three balls and one strike to Jerry Lynch. The on-deck batter is Smokey Burgess.
doubled his first time up. Then he bounced the second his other two times up. He is one for three. Batting at 274. Archer Craig trying to preserve a shutout and also to keep the Pirates from scoring the time run. And there's a ball to center. It's going to score the time run. A base hit. Scoring for third base, Bill Mazarowski, and it's a brand new game. Which is in a real good pitch.
correct that. A home run now by Kazi, tying up the ball game. It's 1-1 with Kansas City batting in the bottom half of the first inning. At Chicago, it's a tie ball game after five, six to six. Marvo Kett going for the Red Sox, pitching for Chicago now. Bauman, who came in the game in place of the Busher, who relieved the starter, Ray Herbert. Stewart, Hanson, and Robinson home runs in that game. Also in the American League, Minnesota 5, Detroit 3 after 6, Ball and Cott, home runs by Allison, his 13th, K-Line, Killebrew, and Calavito. And scheduled in Los Angeles, Robin Roberts going for the Baltimore Orioles against Dean Chance. That game just getting underway. Larry Bernard now taking his warm-up pitches on the mound. Larry? in his 12th game, has worked 21 innings, giving up 20 hits, allowing only seven earned runs, his record one and one. He has a three-point all earned run average. So it will be up to Larry Menard to keep Roger Craig from coming up with a defeat. The runner at first base is Roger Craig's responsibility. Also in with Larry Bernard, the change in catchers is going to be Chuchu Colbert.
balls and two strikes. Ron Bland, the real fast man at first base. And he draws the throw. No tag made by Harkness. Bland getting back ahead. Now time call as Glendinnen steps out of the batter's box. Glendinnen batting at 290. Here's the 2-2 pitch, and it slides off the right. It could drop in going down the line, and it's going to curve foul. Glendinnen slicing the ball into the lower stands down the right field side in foul territory. That returns Brand to first base. Count holds at 2-2. Two and two. Four 
the first time, Jim Hickman. And the first pitch by Faith. A slider just outside for ball one. Jim with five home runs, 23 runs batted in, batting 238. He leads the club and runs batted in. He came in the game in defense in place of Duke Snyder. There's a swing and a miss for strike one. One ball, one strike. Game tied at 1-1. And the pitch back to Jim is outside. Two balls and one strike. After Hickman... Fernandez. Now 2-1, Face gets a bouncy ball to third. Picked up by Bailey, the throw in time for out number one. So Roy Face has pitched to four men now and retired them all. The relief of Burn Law. The batter is Ed Grainball. Ed single the right field his last time up. He is one for two in the game. The Mets have one run on five. One out in the bottom half of the ninth inning. There's the pitch to Greenball. And he takes outside ball one. Second base hit, and now 
first base, a real pause for station identification while we wait for Chico Fernandez to come up. This is WGY Schenectady, your New York Met station. The time is 4.35, the temperature 83 degrees. Skyner along with Bob Murphy and Lindsey Nelson. The Mets put the winning run on at first base. Pirates have one out. The batter is Chico Fernandez. Chico two hits and two times up. Also a walk to go along. and comes to the plate and there's a strike call on the outside corner of the knee. Face with a slider right down there. First base hit off Roy Face. He had retired four in a row. Green pull on at first. Here's the set position and the pitch back is taken low.
join the count three and two. Chico Fernandez, single to left field. By getting the extra start on the hit and run play, Eddie Grable had no trouble going to third. The Mets now have the winning run at third base. And now a conference at the mound. It's Danny Murchard and talking over with Elroy Face. They'll be talking about whether or not to walk Charlie Neal and pitch to the next man, Chuchu Coleman. They have a chance, an option of putting another runner on base. Thank you. 
the Dickens is strikes off. Schofield has struck out twice. Bounce back to the pitcher and walk. Batting at 234. Batting left-handed, he's a switch hitter. And Bernard with a fastball outside. McCann now one ball, one strike. On deck is Bill Burton.
the tenth inning. Two men out. Pirates batting. Now Bernard back to the play with a curve. This one is fouled away, and it's strike two. For the Mets in their half of the tenth inning, they will have Barry Bernard leading off, and then Jimmy Pearsaw and Tim Hawkins in that order. Mets missing a chance to win it in the ninth on a great play by Don Clendenin. When he ran at third base, the bases were loaded, one out, and Clendenin turned in a double play. There goes Burton, breaking for second. The throw to second base is in drive. He is out. Fine play by Larry Bernard. He took a look at first base and found Burton, breaking for second. Burton had nowhere to go but to go all the way. Bernard doing the right thing, moving around off the mound, throwing to second base. Fernandez covered and that retires the side. In the inning for the Pirates, no runs, no hits, one error, no one left, and the score at the end of nine and a half innings of play, the Pirates won, the New York Mets won. It's the Mets half of the tenth inning, the score tied one to one, and the first man up will be Larry Bernard. On the mound for Pittsburgh, it's Al Roy Face, and the first pitch is swung on and missed for strike one. a good inning pitcher, one time a catcher in his early career. Now face back again, and it's strike two, this time called. Bernard is 0 for 6, looking for his first Major League base hit. There's a hard ground ball right to the middle, a big hit. Back ahead of the 
the 10th inning. Here's a pitch by Fage. A pitch out, no play on. That time, Don Clayton evidently missed the sign because he was right on top of Pearsall. There was no chance to throw to first base. Neil had not strayed too far away, so there would have been no chance of picking him up. One ball, one strike. Now it's Fage again. Mr. Pearsall punted out in the front of the mound, picked up by Faith. He'll have to go to first. He does the Mazarowski in now. The Mets have the winning run at second base. A big sacrifice front by Jimmy Pearsall. Now it's Tim Arctus' turn. Tim has one hit and four times up.
Hunt. Nine hits and no errors. Don't forget, 
forget that the Mets will have another game coming your way in just about 30 minutes. Now they're going to give the officials joy. Going to be scored an error on Jerry Lynch. And believe me, that poor guy got the short end of that deal all the way around. He had the ball in his glove and was hit by Burton, and Burton knocked it out. So he gets the error, and it's going to go as an unearned run, but the Mets still win it 2-1. to Tickets are on sale for games coming up with Milwaukee, St. Louis, and Cincinnati at three convenient locations, downtown at Grand Central Station and Pennsylvania Station. Also, tickets are on sale right here at the Polo Grounds at the Advanced Reservation Windows. Final score of this game, 2-1. The schedule pitches for the second game coming your way in about 20 minutes will be Al Levine for the Pittsburgh Pirates and Tracy Stoller. Right now, though, we return you to your local station.